You're listening to Dr. Leslie Inspires, a show where we empower mothers by raising their level of awareness, discussing tough mother-son issues that everyone knows exists, but no one is talking about. Dr. Leslie is joined by Mr. Wayne, who provides insight from a male perspective. To learn more about us, visit our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Leslie. Hello, lovely ladies, and happy, happy Mother's Day to you. I am so excited to be here with you on today. Remember that we are all about empowering, empowering, that W and that R goes together, empowering, encouraging, and inspiring mothers like you who are struggling somewhere in their relationship with their son. And so remember we talked about that many of these struggles have something to deal with our have something to deal with our uh, our boundaries. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and start in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, for this opportunity to come before you one more time, praying that this podcast today would be all of you and none of me. Father, I thank you for the grace and the mercy to be able to have uh, this platform and this opportunity to have the ears of mothers, to have the ears of women who need to hear an on-time word from you. So we thank you, O oh God, for what you are doing in each and every mother's life. We pray that you would give me the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on what to say, how to say it, so that they will be empowered and inspired and can uh, and change can come about in their life. And we thank you, oh God, we will be so careful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. So I'm excited to talk to you just briefly today um, about forgiveness. I'm actually coming from uh, a book. He's saying exactly what I would like to say, but I decided to go ahead and, and mention this book, but it's by Jen, uh, Jensen Franklin, um, entitled Love Like You've Never Been Hurt. And, you know, he's talking about, he's talking about a lot of different things. I probably have to do a whole month on this because there's so many different um, aspects and perspectives on how to, you know, take this topic. And when we talk about love, loving like you've never been hurt, I'm just going to take it from the standpoint of mothers today. Because today is Mother's Day. And, you know, on Mother's Day, usually that Sunday, churches are filled with mothers and their families. Everybody gets together and wants to celebrate that mother. And then it's the opposite on Father's Day. Church looks the same. You know, but our prayer is that will pick up and that will change. And so many mothers struggle with forgiving different things. You know, when you have this baby, when you had your son, he was the most 
precious, precious thing ever. I mean, just as cute, even if he was just cute to you. He was cute though, right? Um, he was going to take on the world. He was going to be some kind of doctor or lawyer or some kind of change agent in the world who was going to do good things. And then something happened somewhere along the way. You found out that this job called mothering was not as easy as you thought and not as easy as people, as other people, other couples, other mothers made it out to be. And so now you find yourself in this place where you are struggling to be the kind of mother that you thought you would be, or you're struggling to be the type of mother that you want to be, or you're struggling to be the mother that, you know, you just desire, you know, you still feel it in your heart, but you're struggling because you have a different kind of son. You have a different kind of son who's making your job difficult. You're not alone. You are not alone. That's why we have this platform because there are so many women out there just like you. And that's why we're here. That's why you're here today. And I just want to remind you that as we talk about forgiveness, as we talk about a mother's love, I want to mention the love of God, the love of Jesus. That is the thing that is going to help you to get through this struggle. Many people may not believe that, and you don't have to believe it. Um, I, I think there was a time in my life, I can't say that I necessarily believed it, but I knew that that's what the Bible talked about. So you almost have to put it into practice and try it. Try it to see if God will work for you if you do it exactly like his book says. And when we're talking about forgiveness, I want you to think about the forgiveness that Jesus has given to us when he actually died on the cross for our sins. And how, what kind of love is that? Because for our son, the way he's acting right now, these boys, these men, the way we see them acting right now, I'm not going to do it. And we often wonder how Jesus did it. How? Jesus. I mean, like, what kind of love would do that? And, you know, a husband is supposed to love his wife like Christ loved the church. And remember, Christ died. I don't know many men that's going to die for their wife nowadays. And some men will tell you, I'm not doing it. I'm not, no, I, no, I don't love my wife that much. I'm not dying for her. I'm not taking a bullet for her. I'm not, but the man is supposed to be the protector. Okay. So then I want to talk about how we we sometimes get in situations where you know especially mothers and sons you love your sons so much that you give them everything they want and your relationship with your son lacks boundaries 
and you may have decided to raise him a certain way, which usually is the opposite of how you raised him. Or you might say, hey, I turned out pretty good. I'm going to raise him just like I was raised. Okay. But today, the main thing that I want to tell you is to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. I say that because many of us have been through uh, different things, different situations with, with uh, our sons, with your son's father, maybe. And there could be a lot of bitterness building up in you. We're talking about this for Mother's Day. There could be a lot of bitterness, even anger and unforgiveness that is festering in your soul. Ooh, I've seen a lot of angry mothers in my time. And the thing that we have to remember is Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is for you to let yourself go. I haven't even gotten to this book yet, um, but I'm going to pull out some, some different pieces of it. But forgiveness is not for you. Forgiveness is for, I mean, forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you. Because sometimes we hold on to things and you could be holding on to something that your son's father did to you. Maybe he cheated on you. Maybe he left you for another woman. Maybe he says he's not gonna cheat anymore and he continues to cheat. Maybe he drinks like your father did, and you said you would never marry an alcoholic. Maybe he beat you, he hit you, and you said you would never have a man to hit you. Maybe he cussed at you and called you a B, B-I-T-C-H, and you never thought that a man uh, would, would do that. You, you wouldn't allow a man to do that. You know, maybe he cussed at you in front of the children, cussed you out in front of your children, embarrassed you in front of your children. I don't know what he did. But right now, I want you to forgive him or whoever that person is. It can even be your parents. Forgive them and then forgive yourself. And I want you to remember that forgiveness is not for the other person. Release them because the, the, um, the power that unforgiveness has in your body to bring about sickness and dis-ease of the body is not worth it. And the more you do it, the more you practice it, the better you get. I didn't say it would be easy. But I did say that you can do it. You have to do it. Because I'm going to tell you something. The more power someone has over you in that area of unforgiveness, the more power they have over you. 
You have to make up in your mind today, this Mother's Day, 2020, I mean, 20, this is 2021, that you're going to forgive that person. Now, I will read this part of the book because it says, I have noticed that when people struggle with unforgiveness, it shows this is an absolute hold on to a grievance or hate as, a, uh, as if your life depended on it. And it will show you emotional, spiritual, and even physical decay. Research has consistently shown links between the mind and the body. What we think about manifests physically. According to the Mayo Clinic, holding a grudge has a, ne a negative effect on the cardiovascular and the nervous system. One study has shown that people who thought about an offense regularly experienced, experienced high blood pressure, elevated heart rates, and increased mus muscle tensions. On the contrary, here is what you get when you forgive. Healthier relationships, greater spiritual and psychological well-being, less anxiety, lower blood pressure, fewer symptoms of depression, a stronger immune system, and improved heart rate. Seems like a pretty good deal, right? And a no-brainer. Releasing the emotional burden of unforgiveness can even result in a physical unburdening as discovered by some people at this particular college who participated uh, in a study. And those induced to feel forgiveness perceive the heel to be less steep than the group induced to feel forgiveness. That's like saying you want to see your cup half empty. I mean, you want to see your cup half full. You don't see your cup as being half empty. You look at the more positive. And the book goes on to say the weight of unforgiveness will drag you down. It is too heavy of a load to carry in the race that you're called to run. Stop keeping score. Start losing count. Forgiveness holds the key to freedom, to healing, and to wholeness. When Jesus was hanging on the cross before he died, he looked down at a wretched scene. The religious leaders were, uh, were ridiculing him. The Roman soldiers were casting lots for his clothes. The crowd was cursing him with raised fists. And as his body was stretched out on two pieces of splintered wood, he pleaded on behalf of the very people who were spitting at him, plucking away the hairs of his beard, calling him a good for nothing fraud. Jesus asked his heavenly father to forgive them for they know not what they do. That's according to Luke 23 and 30, uh, 34. In one hour, forgiveness saved the world. When Jesus uttered these words, his spirit was released. This happened right before he took his final breath and committed his spirit into the hands of uh, his father's hands. Jesus's spirit could only be released in an atmosphere of forgiveness. Before he could leave this earth, Jesus had to forgive those who were torturing him, those who were mocking him, those who were blaspheming him. And this was important because God's hands will not touch spirits that do not release forgiveness. Wherever you release forgiveness, you release the power of the spirit of God. When Jesus released forgiveness and finally died on the cross, heaven and earth collided. The earth shook. The veil of the temple was torn in two. Rocks were split in half 
graves were torn open. And as Paul wrote, in this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. So when you forgive, you also release the power of victory over the devil. And there's more. When we forgive, we release God's power in our lives to bring healing. Woo! And that could be so challenging, ladies. It can be challenging. But when you look at it from this perspective, the way things are happening right now, so many people are dying. So many people are getting sick. And I don't really know if it's because I'm getting older and I'm recognizing sickness, but I have heard the longer you live, you're going to start to see more. You'll see more deaths. People that you grew up with will inevitably die. Maybe it's you. People that, um, you know, there's a different kind of sickness because, you know, those of us who don't take care of ourselves uh, when we're younger, exercising and eating right, and those of us who are being stressed out by our sons, we're, our days are ticking because of stress, unforgiveness, and bitterness that is setting up shop right on our bones, right on our heart, you know, and this is tough, it's tough, but I'm talking about forgiveness today, forgiving yourself and forgiving others who have hurt you. I remember going through a situation in my life and I did not want to be bitter. I knew enough to know how this particular situation could potentially take me out. And God divinely orchestrated certain people to come into my life in that season to lead and guide and pray me through. God did it. And I remember it today, just like it was yesterday. And I had to forgive and I had to, I just made a lot of note cards that dealt with bitterness and unforgiveness because I did not want to do it. I prayed and I soaked and I sat and laid before the Lord saying those scriptures soaking in scriptures, asking God, take it from me, take it. Because that kind of anger, that kind of bitterness, that kind of unforgiveness, it will prevent you from loving your children. It will prevent you from loving yourself. It will prevent you from loving someone that you really do love. It will prevent you from loving again, you know? And so you have to decide, I don't want that. I want my days to be long and I want to live my life. I don't want to crunch my, crunch my teeth together and go off on people every time I'm reminded of that particular situation. You've got to forgive yourself. You've got to forgive that person who hurt you. I didn't say it was going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, but it can be easier. Um, another part of this book, before I just close, because I'm not going to 
stay before you long. But forgiveness does not mean you forget or you forget what happened. Because mm-hmm. you know how some people say, oh, I forgive you, but I ain't forgot. But when you say, oh, I forgive you, but you know, I forgive you inside, but I haven't forgot. Or, yeah, I forgive you, but I ain't going to forget. I'm not going to forget this. <laughs> Do you want to forget? Sometimes we don't want to forget. And we don't want that person to forget because we don't want them to think that they got away with something. We don't even want our son to think he's gotten away with something, but we love him and he's getting away with a whole lot. That's why we're in the position that we're in. But maybe you're mad at his father. Maybe you're bitter and angry at his father, or maybe you're bitter and angry at his father's mother for raising her son to be the way he is. And then you had to deal with her mess. We're talking about forgiveness today. So the old adage, forgive and forget, is only a half truth. And contrary to popular opinion, it is also not found in the Bible. Forgive, yes. Forget, well, that's a bit tricky. I'm in the book now. When you forgive, you don't get amnesia. How do you forget the image of catching your spouse in the act of being unfaithful? It's like an accident. It plays over and over and over in your mind. How do you forget the time your uncle raped you? How do you forget the day your father abandoned you? How do you forget when your teenager wiped out your savings account to buy drugs? How do you forget when all that you do for your son, this is the thanks that you get? whatever that is for you. And when you forgive someone, you don't deny the offense. You do not pretend that it never happened because it happened and it was real and it was bad and you still feel it. Forgiveness does not, and I'm putting some of my own stuff in here. Forgiveness does not eliminate or minimize the severity of the offense, but unforgiveness can cause even deeper pain. The weight of unforgiveness drags you down. It is too heavy of a load to carry in the race that you are called to run. You've got too much to do. Now, for those of you that are members of my Facebook group, the Sun Rescue Method for Moms, if not, uh, I want to invite you to become a member. But I made a post about my my daughter who got into an accident, a bad accident. Four in the morning, shut down 285 here in Atlanta. The freeway opened up about seven. And she almost lost her life, literally. I today, the only way I can explain why she is still alive after doing my due diligence on what happened and the man that came to the car the only car that stopped which i believe was an angel came as she was gurgling his words and called the police called 911 things happen 
you know, in our lives that shift everything at a second. Just like that, things can change for the better or for the worse, okay? But it can cause pain. It causes pain in our lives. And when that happened to her, I remember her being uh, angry, really, at her husband, you know? And once she kind of came out of all of that, um, she was a lot more forgiving. She was a lot more forgiving. I'll have to tell another story on that one day. But not forgiving others always leads to great bitterness. And you have to make up in your mind that you don't want to be bitter. There's, there, there are families of bitter women they teach bitterness to the women in the family. And if you look in that family, none of the women are married and they don't wanna be married because I've got my six figures going on right here. I don't need a man. I, do, I can do everything, everything by myself. But then they end up in toxic relationships with men who don't care about them or they end up in toxic relationships with men that they don't care about. And in the millennial age, these uh, women are different. They're being trained differently. And it's only, um, it's, it's part of the devil's plan. And so you, you have to ask God to help you to forgive. You have to ask God to help you to not be bitter and read the word and read as many scriptures as you can and get them in your spirit because you cannot forgive on your own. And forgiveness doesn't happen like as soon as you say, I forgive. It, it happens just like salvation almost. When you become saved, you find people, some people used to go to the altar every Sunday to get saved again because they felt like they didn't really get saved. They didn't feel like they got saved. And throughout the course of the week, they did some things that may not have been so, uh, something that saved people would do. So they had to go back to the altar to get saved again. Forgiveness is kind of like that. Forgiveness starts with your mouth. I forgive. I forgive myself. I forgive my son. I forgive my son's father. I forgive my father. I forgive my mother. I forgive my brother. Whatever your level of forgiveness is or has to be, it starts with the words coming out of your mouth. And then you let God finish that good work in you. We can say it, but God has to do it. Remember, one plants, one waters, but it's God that brings the increase. God is going to do it, and he's going to get the glory out of it. The same way for what I was talking about, about my daughter's accident. God got and will continue to get the glory out of that, even though she ended up with two broken legs and a broken arm and broken ribs. To God be the glory as she was in pain, recovering 
I said, thank God for that pain because you can be in a place where you feel no pain. And I'm saying a lot. And so just as your heavenly father, God has forgiven you, I want you to decide what it is that you need to forgive somebody for. Because it may be impacting you uh, in a way that you don't like the way it makes you feel when you feel that way. You don't want to feel drained. You don't want to feel um, that your, your peace, part of your peace and your joy is leaking out because you're not forgiving. But what you're doing is sabotaging your own well-being. When you forgive, however, you are released from the torment. You are free to love. You are free to have peace. You are free to be joyful and you are free to live a full life. So when you forgive through the grace of God, you will begin to remember differently. Some people who get into accidents, they get angry at God. Why did this happen to me? Why? Why? I don't know. I can't explain it. But the fact that you are still here, even in your bitterness, even in your uh, unforgiveness, God, you're still here. He's given you another opportunity to forgive whoever that is that harmed you and hurt you. Now, the, the other part is that people um, get mixed up is, you know, when you, when you forgive, some people think, oh, I forgive you. People, women stay in abusive marriages, abusive relationships, even with their children. I recently heard a message um, by someone who's well-known that had a situation going on with their son, like so many people do. <laughs> but especially if you are an adult son, there's something called learning to love from a distance. It doesn't make you any less holy to God. And then you have to decide what are you trying to prove? You can love in your heart. And you just need to be willing to pray for the person's good from a distance. Being a Christian does not mean being a punching bag. It doesn't mean that you're a doormat or a crash test dummy and that you can let people walk all over you and you say, I forgive you. Yes. The Lord calls us to make sacrifices and to turn the other cheek and to forgive every offense. But he does not call us to have deep and meaningful relationships with those who have hurt us deeply. And in these instances, it may be necessary to create intentional space because that'll kill you too. Some people forgive in the name, they, they become a doormat in the name of forgiveness, but they're dying. They're dying on the inside. They're still hurt. They're still finding it difficult 
to manage day to day, but they feel like they're doing what the Lord wants them to do. You got to know the difference because that's deception and that's something else. So on this Mother's Day, your word is to forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself and forgive others. Forgive yourself and forgive others. And you have to think about what that means for you. I'm just touching on the surface of this, on this Mother's Day. But you have to finish the work. You have to decide what that means for you. Are you sick in your body? Why? Are you stressed out? Why? And then you have to ask yourself, why are you allowing it? And how much longer do you plan to allow it? And is this the day, this Mother's Day, 2021, that you deal with it? Is this the day? So on that note, we're going to go ahead and end. And I pray that I have said something that will spark, that will put a spark in you uh, to help to change your thinking um, or to help you to think differently about your situation. I'd like you to subscribe to our podcast, give it five stars and leave a review. Visit our website, www.drlesleyinspires.com and become a member of our Facebook group. The Sun Rescue Method for Moms. So on that note, I love you. I thank you so much for joining in, listening to this podcast. And I pray that you enjoy or enjoyed your Mother's Day and may God continue to bestow blessings upon blessings upon blessings upon you and your family. In Jesus' name, have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drlesleyinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.